Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Sin City Raiders Podcast. My name is Jordan, and this is the Variety Sports Network. Welcome back. Another disappointing week, week four for the Raiders <coughs> against the Chargers. Is Josh McDaniels a reason why this team is so bad right now? I mean, come on. You got Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs. I mean, Austin Hooper's not bad. He's got some hands. Hunter Renfro, good slot guy. I mean, come on. Jacoby Myers. I'm, dude, offense looks great. O-line could be better. Yeah, could. But is this Josh McDaniels' fault? Bad play calling the past couple games. We'll get into that right after this. This is the Variety Sports Network created for the fans, by the fans. Now to your host, it's a night show. Again, Raider Nation, welcome back. Variety Sports Network Nation, welcome back. Thanks for joining me again here on a beautiful, beautiful evening. <clears throat> Weather's supposed to be getting real nice here in Missouri. Fall is here. It's going to be starting dropping down to in the 30s at night. Uh, high 30s at night. Mm, cannot wait. That's the only good thing that I got to say probably about this podcast. <laughs> uh, let's get into it, shall we? Veg- or Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles Chargers, NLA, week four on October 1st. Final score, Chargers, 24. Your Las Vegas Raiders, 17. Could this game have been better? Yeah, could have. Yeah. Yeah, could have some better play calling decisions could have been made. You, the biggest thing that bothers me, okay, Josh McDaniels is starting to remind me of Pete Carroll. Why, you may ask. What is the number one thing that Pete Carroll, the the number one mistake he made in the Super Bowl against the Patriots? You have Marshawn Lynch, all right? And you're on the two-yard line, one-yard line. How do you not run it in? How do you not give in its first down? So you have four attempts to give Marshawn, beast mode, Lynch, the ball to go in there, okay? Raiders example. You have Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. A good size back. Powerful. Fast. Strong. Same as powerful. Knows how to run, dude. Knows how to cut. How do you not give this guy the ball? You, you have three minutes. Okay, you got the ball left. Oh, my God. I, I really want to get into it. Let's just say Josh McDaniels is reminding me 
of Pete Carroll because you have this powerful back, all right? The game's kind of on the line, and you have plenty of time to score, to tie the game up or possibly take the lead, whatever you decide to do. Go for field goal or go for two. Anyway, you're inside the 15 with the game on the line with under three minutes to play. First down after Devontae Adams comes up with a great fourth down catch on like a 20-yard pass from McConnell. Great on the sideline catch. Got hit hard, out of bounds, but got his two feet in. Great fourth down pickup, all right? You got momentum. You're driving. You're driving, all right? And then you decided to throw the ball on first and first and first and you know first and ten, but you got maybe fifteen to go to the goal line. All right, so you're you're inside. Let's say you're inside the the seventeen. All right, we'll just say inside the twenty to make it easier. All right, you got four attempts. You know you still got ten yards, and you can still get a first down. So it's not like you're first and goal. You're first and ten with like fifteen to go. All right, so you need ten yards. Get a first down. Keep pounding the rock. And running the clock, especially if you can take the lead. Which you would have to go for two to take the lead anyway, but just disappointing. You could have tied the game up with low minimum uh, time on the clock. Obviously, you trust your defense to maybe try to get that ball back. Use your timeouts if you're stopping them. You know, second down, third down, stop the clock. But no, you decide to pass the ball with your rookie quarterback. Now, McConnell's not terrible. He tore it up in the preseason. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you're thinking. Preseason, not the same. And it's not. But he looked great, especially with the first team reps. He got a couple first team reps with the first with the first team and looked good. The kid has a lot of potential. Really does. Give him a couple years working with Devontae Adams and, and Josh Jacobs and, and hopefully getting a better old line. Now, granted, he did have a decent amount of time in the pocket. Now, you may say, what are you talking about? Khalil Mack sacked him six times. Yeah. Trust me. I know. Khalil Mack has been one of my favorite players since he's got, since he's been on the Raiders, since he got drafted. Um, it's one reason, one of the reasons why I became a Raiders fan after the St. Louis Rams left St. Louis. And I decided to go to the Rams because I, or decided to go to the Raiders because I liked Amari Cooper at the time. I liked Khalil Mack, just beasts. Guys from came out of college, just immediately making impacts on the team. Um, but getting into that, Khalil Mack had a career, career day. Six sacks on the day uh, on McConnell, just busting through the line. I mean, now don't get me wrong, McConnell held onto the ball for a long period of time a lot of times, and that's what kind of hurt him. But Mack is a beast, has been a beast. He's been to the, he's went from the Raiders to the Bears to the – now to the uh, Chargers. That's a good spot for him for real. Khalil Mack's a beast, man. He really is. A beast, but uh, our O line has to step up. It was terrible. But my biggest takeaway of the game is the play calling. And Josh Jacobs looked great, especially in the pass game, which we'll get into that right now. Let's go ahead and get into into that, shall we? Um, we'll go over the box score for the Raiders first. We'll do Raiders first, obviously, because they're more important, right? Uh, Aiden O'Connell, twenty-four for thirty-nine, so sixty-one percent on the day. Not terrible. Uh, 238, uh, 238 yards, one interception, no touchdowns through the air, QBR of 73. McConnell did not look bad. He really didn't. I mean, you can't look terrible when you have Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams goes up and gets the ball. Um, but 
And same with Jacoby Myers. He will go and get the ball. They kind of look like a, they look alike anyway, Devontae Adams and and uh, Jacoby Myers, especially with their helmets on because uh, they got the long hair coming out the back. Anyway, um, Aiden O'Connell, he looked all right. Um, I like the way he slings the ball around. I wish Garoppolo would become more of a slinger and make some deeper throws more consistently and accurately, but we'll get into that later. Josh Jacobs on the day. Now, rushing wasn't that much effective, um, but that's because of our O-line, and that Chargers front seven is pretty good. I mean, it, it powerful, strong, great guys. Josh Jacobs, 17 attempts for 58 yards. He averaged 3.4 yards to carry um, with one touchdown on the ground. Um, Zamir White, three for 15, um, averaged 11 yards. He had a pretty nice uh, third down run for like, I think it was like 10 yards or something like that. I think one of them, three attempts. No, he averaged five yards, so three attempts. No, he averaged – so no, it was five yards, but it, he like broke like three or four tackles. It was nice. And Aiden O'Connell, three for three with a tutty, um, basically on the goal line. Um, Josh Jacobs receiving – he was the lead. He was the team leader. Leader in receiving. He had him and Devonta Adams both had eight receptions, um, but Josh Jacobs was eight for eighty-one. Uh, he averaged ten yards a catch, which came in huge in the fourth quarter when we were trying to make that comeback. But our team just just was terrible. Some bad play calls, but Josh Jacobs is a beast. I don't care what anybody says, dude. Josh Jacobs is a beast. Deserves to get paid. I hope he doesn't leave. I hope we build our O-line this offseason or something, sign some players. I mean, because you're looking terrible. I mean, we're just slowly going down the standings. We were in first. Then we were in second. Then we were in third. Now we're at the bottom, dude. Come on, man. And then we got the Chiefs twice in the next, like, three months. Which we could beat them if we play our game and our O-line steps up and we play good defense against Patty. It's just upsetting. Anyway, Devonte Adams eight for seventy-five, average nine yards a catch. Beast Jacoby Myers two for thirty-three. Um, Amir Abdul two for fourteen. Hunter Renfro two for twelve. They're still not giving him the ball. Uh, Austin Hooper one for eleven. Uh, no touchdowns through the air, like I said. Um, Defense-wise, let's see. We had two sacks, and they were both by. Uh, can you guess the no, none other than yours? I can't say yours truly, but uh, my favorite defensive player on the team, Max Crosby, two sacks, um, three tackles, five, uh, five tackles, five, ta- or two, three tackles, assists, and uh, two sacks for him. Pretty nice. Um, we had one interception that was by Trayvon O'Rig. He had six tackles, one interception. Uh, Daniel Carlson just won it. One field goal again, one for one, 22 yards. Yay, whoop de doo, Basil. So, like I said, overall, the offense looked okay. Josh Jacobs, beast. You know, he's our top guy besides Devonta Adams, of course. Um, but yeah, other than that, he, Josh Jacobs is a beast, and you need to use him more when you're in the freaking red zone. That's all I got to say. I don't care if it's a screen. He will run over somebody. He slips through all tackles. He'll run somebody over. He'll get there. Screen, inside handoff, outside handoff, maybe a pitch, maybe a fake wide receiver screen to Jacobs. I don't know. I mean, come on, get creative. He's a great back. I don't, 
Why aren't you using it more in the red zone is beyond me, more than on the one-yard line when he can pound it in. I mean, Jesus, dude. If it was first and goal and I was on the five-yard line or within the 10-yard line, I'd try pounding it in with him. Maybe throw on one screen out to him or maybe a tight end fade or something first just to throw him off then give it to Jake. I mean, come on, dude. How do you not do that more? He's a monster. All right, let's go over the stupid Chargers box score, shall we? <laughs> that was a very winnable game. The defense played great at the end. Stopped him on fourth down, trying to do the the uh, fourth down push. That I forget what they call it, but uh, it's just upsetting. Okay, it's just really upsetting. We should not be one and four again, just like last year. So upsetting. Justin Herbert, he's like the number one quarterback in fantasy right now. Uh, three, 13 for 24, so 54%, just over just over 500. 167 yards, one touchdown, one interception, a QBR of 79. So he did not look great. He completed just one pass over 500, basically, over half his attempts. Um, and then, like, at the end of the game, it was fourth down, and they went for it for some reason, or third down and 15 or something. And they threw a long-ass pass to Josh Palmer, dude, and got it. And that was game over. Basically game over. It, it was upsetting. Anyway, rushing. Uh, Josh Kelly, 17 for 65. Average 3.8 yards a carry. Uh, Darius Davis, 3 for 51. Justin Herbert, 12 for 27 with two touchdowns on the ground for Herbert. Um, and Isaiah Spiller, 5 for 12. Receiving, Joshua Palmer led the team. Three reception. We we did pretty good on our secondary, but then again, they ran the ball a lot. Like Herbert ran and Kelly ran a lot, but it's whatever. Joshua Palmer was three for seventy-seven, averaged twenty-five yards. One of his long the long his longest pass was fifty-one yards, and that was right there at the end. Um, Keenan Allen held him to, from a great three for thirty-two, but he did have a touchdown. Um, Quentin Johnson one for eighteen. Darius Davis, two for 16. Isaiah Spiller, two for 15. And uh, Gerald Everett, former Rams tight end, two for 19. Um, Keenan Allen had the only score through the air. And Keen- and Justin Herbert had the two on the ground. Khalil Mack had eight tackles, two tackles assists, um, six sacks, and two forced fumbles. Khalil Mack had a career day, day, day. Anyway, yeah. Right. And the one pick was by Asante Samuel at the end of the game when he called ball game when O'Connell was throwing it to nobody. It would have hit the ground. It was not even close to, I can't remember who he was throwing it to, either Jacobs or Adams, I would hope. But it, terrible throw, dude. You got to throw it up and over, not under. Like there was nobody catching that but the Chargers guy. Nobody catching it. It was depressing. It really was. And their kicker, one for one, 33. I would say, ouch, kabibble. All right? This is depressing. At least my boy Dylan's team put up a 40 spot on Thursday night football, which, good job, Dylan. I'm, 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 I'm happy for you, dude. I really am. Let's look at the next upcoming game. No, what are you doing? Games schedule. But it was, it did hurt. That game, watching that game did hurt. It really did. Um, our next game is a primetime game. 
October 9th. So Monday night looks like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yep. Monday night football, Raiders and Packers. How's that game going to go? The Raiders should win that game. They should win that game. I don't know how else to put it. Period. In subject, they should win that game. The Packers have been putting up points. Jordan Love has looked okay. Then we got the Patriots. Then we got the Bears. Then we got the Lions. Then we got the Giants, Jets. That's going to November. We'll just not look any further. How about that? That would be great. No, but we got the Packers coming into town. Um, uh, they're two and two on the season. They've looked okay, like I said, but other than that, it's just like I just don't understand. And uh, let's see, Packers fans sell out flights ahead of game in Las Vegas. See, that, that that's the one bad thing about Vegas, especially when Vegas isn't Vegas isn't selling out their home games, and you're getting like when the Steelers came into town, there was more freaking Steelers fans there than there was Vegas fans. Why is that? Why aren't Vegas fans going? They just built that brand new, beautiful stadium. Beautiful. Why aren't you guys going? That hurts. That really hurts when you see opposing teams' fans are louder than you. Where Jimmy Garoppolo almost had to go to the silent count because it was too loud in the house. Beat them up. Beat up those fans up. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not condoning violence. That was a joke. But seriously, get them. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, Packers fans sell out flights ahead of game in Las Vegas. That, oh my God, that's terrible, guys. What are we? Do, what are we doing? Um, free prep. Okay, Packers hosting free prep prep rally in Vegas ahead of Monday night's game. Oh, are they now? Let's see what the their predictions are for the Packers and Raiders game. I don't know. I'm going to say right off the bat, I'm going to go, we're going to win this game 28-20 to 20 right now. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Packers are 2-2. Two two. Raiders are 1-3. Thursday night show, there's still plenty of work to be done if Green Bay wants to get Back on top of the NFC North. I mean, for real. I mean, they got the Lions in that division. Um, we're doing who are uh, quickly got ahead of the Packers, actually, and, um, and the Packers and, and make it too difficult. Hopefully, oh, I don't even know. That'd be nice to see the Detroit Lions win the division for real. That would be really nice. Uh, maybe they'll make it too difficult for the Packers for a comeback. I don't know. After a back to back back first half season performances, uh, Green Bay is looking to complete a. Uh, a game fully all the way through. I mean, it's just sad though. Uh, Yeah. But we are getting uh, frustrated. I can tell you that much Uh, as Raider Nation fans, we are getting really frustrated. 
But on top of that, guys, honestly, that is all I got for today. You know how I do. I go over the recap, look over next week. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, and, and thank you for all the views and everything from the net, from the previous. Keep them coming. Please comment, like, subscribe to our YouTube channel at Variety Sports Network um, on YouTube. Make sure you go and subscribe there. Um, check out all of our content. we got multiple different uh, NFL teams that have their own podcasts here. Uh, we got podcasts that cover the full NFL, what's going on. we got fantasy podcasts. we got other sports, every sports, any sports details, information you need. Make sure you check out Variety Sports Network. we got it all coming toward you. We got YouTube shorts, all that stuff. If you just, if you just want to scroll through some shorts, I know those are really good to go through and get your quick information, especially on fantasy. We got power rankings, everything like that for that that has to do with our football. We hit football pretty hard because it's our favorite subject um, in sports, basically. I guess you could say. Um, but on top of that, guys, until next time, my name is Jordan. This was the Variety Sports Network, and this was Sin City Raiders podcast. Thanks, guys. This is Brandon, CEO of the Variety Sports Network. Thank you again for watching tonight's show. Best way you can support us is by hitting that subscribe button, that like button, and hitting the notification so you don't miss out on the next show right here on the Variety Sports Network.